Hi there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the Laces Out podcast, our NFL podcast. No guests this week, but we do get to talk about Christmas football. That's right, heading into Christmas week, and it's football, football, football. Which seems weird in some ways. Not complaining, just saying. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Leave a review where you can leave a review. And uh, the main one, the big one, the daddy of it all, please do share the podcast around. If you've got an NFL fan in your life, let them know about this podcast. They might even thank you for it. Right, let's get started. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast. Laces out. Recording in progress. Well, quite. Welcome on in, ladies and gentlemen. Obviously, for those of you watching on YouTube, you'll just see the two happy, smiling faces staring at you in front of your screen. Uh, that can only mean it's time for another NFL podcast. Laces Out, brought to you by the good folks here at the Cookiecast Podcast Network. Uh, obviously, just the two faces, therefore no guests this week, which I, I assume Mr. Cooper will explain. I did my due diligence in the guest realm. If we'd have had a guest, I don't think you would have liked it, so I'm thinking you'd have been glad that the guest was unavailable to attend this week. Um, so I was kind of a bit like, the guest's unavailable, but I think Paul will be okay with that, so maybe it's okay across the board. So. Who would that have been? Oh. <laughs> oh. Yes, he, that guy. he is unavailable. Uh, you'll be pleased to, <laughs> to hear. That guy. Yeah, it's probably best that he's not been able to uh, guest guest appear on the podcast so far this season, given how our fantasy matchup went. But we won't get into that. No, uh, that we won't we won't no. bring the tone down any more than we have to. No. Um, so, like we say, no guest. So, therefore, no guest picks. So, we'll just dive straight in with uh, what happened in week fifteen. So, week fifteen meant the end of the bye weeks. All teams have now had their bye and we're back to a slate of 16 games each particular week. So, last week we did have a guest on. A guest in the form of Mr. Matthew Moore making his second guest appearance of the week. Of the week. Of the season. Apologies. Um, and he uh, he supplied his picks alongside myself and Mr. Cook. And those picks went as follows. Third, with... Eight of 16 selections is correct, which is absolutely fine, as that is halfway. Halfway below With that, Mr. Matthew Moore. Oh, okay. So, he incorrectly had selected the Broncos to beat the Lions, the Falcons to beat the Panthers, the Bears to beat the Browns, the Packers to beat the Bucks, the Giants to beat the Saints, the Titans to beat the 
Texans, the Cowboys to beat the Bills, and the Eagles to beat the Seahawks. Uh, and there was at least two of those teams where he was very unfortunate with. Um, you would argue that he was very unfortunate picking the Bears to beat the Browns, as that was an incredibly close game. And uh, the Titans to beat the Texans, as that game had gone to overtime. So, um, yeah, not that gonna, was... Uh, not going to lie, of, uh, listening to you go through those picks... I was like, absolutely every single one of those. Like, those first few t- first few picks, I was like, every single one of those is a valid pick. If you're picking a team to beat the Panthers, <laughs> get your house on that one. So, yeah. No, I'd, I'd have to go back and listen to last week's podcast. But I believe that I may have said... <clears throat> That we all picked the we all picked the Falcons to beat the Panthers, but divisional matchups do weird things to teams, and it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me therefore if the Panthers end up pulling that one out, or more like what's more likely is the Falcons manage to find a way to for, pardon my French fuck it up. Um, the the weather didn't look particularly nice no, it didn't. in uh, Carolina, <laughs> it did which probably not. wasn't helpful wasn't helping the situation but still the uh, this, is, this is bear in mind the Carolina Panthers that had one win all season um, so myself and Andrew had 15 of 16 selections exactly the same so the one game that we had different would be the game that would determine which of us won the week so with 11 out of 16 and 12 out of 16 results correct, respectively. The one difference being that one of us had the Raiders to beat the Chargers and one of us had the Chargers to beat the Raiders. Getting the win this week, thanks to the Los Angeles, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders even, Paul Williams with the 12 of 16 selections correct. Now, I think... To give you your due there, I believe when we did the uh, when we did the recording and you made your selection, I don't think uh, Justin Herbert was officially out for the season. Or if he was, it was literally only just coming through as we were recording. I, I believe so, there uh, may have been a text message in our 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 little group that may have come after. A certain podcast was recorded that may have gone with it, it every time. It's every every time. Um, also, it doesn't account for the absolute uh, pasting that that was laid upon them. But yes, um, it, the the magic eight ball let me down on that one. Yeah. Not, not the best. So, Andy was let down, of course, by the Chargers. Uh, he also had the Steelers to beat the Colts, which didn't happen. The Falcons to beat the Panthers, which didn't happen. The Packers to beat the Bucks, which didn't happen. Uh, and the Eagles to beat the Seahawks, which didn't happen. So, my fault that let me down were the Steelers, the Falcons, the Packers, and the Eagles. Um, so, yeah. So, for the first time in what seems like almost the entire season... I managed to get a point for week. So that moves me 
on to two and a half points for the season. The heady, heady heights. Andy stays on five points for the season, and the guest remains on seven and a half points for the season. So, I believe at this point I would need to win pretty much every week, including the Super Bowl, to win at this point. But that's probably not going to happen. So we'll keep an eye on it and we'll keep it going. But let's be honest, I'm not particularly um, hopeful or particularly... um, Never say never. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure I could say never in this one. When dealing with the National Football League, I would never... Say never. You know, I would I would say something like, I don't know, the Falcons to beat the Panthers is an absolute uh, banker. Let's get our help. So, um, at some point we probably need to uh, address the elephant in the room, which was the last game of the week. Uh, because that's becoming a little bit of a trend. Um, I, 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 saw, I saw some... some tr- training footage uh they're trying to address uh an issue at quarterback i believe uh whilst certain media outlets are calling for a replacement of said quarterback um so yeah um however i believe there is other business afoot so we can put a pin in that for now so, the other business that might be a four is, of course, the small matter of Week 15's side bet. So, obviously, for those that are uh, new to the format, that is where myself and Mr. Cooks each select four games from the slate of the 16 or the, the slate of the games that are on that week. We pick our four, what we would determine absolute bankers to win once they've been selected. The game is removed from the slate, a bit like draft style. So, Andy started off with the Miami Dolphins to beat the New York Jets. Very well selected. The Jets didn't even score a point. The San Francisco 49ers to beat the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals put up a little bit of a fight. But not much. Two points. The Los Angeles Rams to beat the Washington Commanders. I think at one point the Rams were very comfortable in this one. The Commanders did bring it back to within one touchdown at the end. But weren't able to get it any closer than that. Three points. And finally, the Baltimore Ravens to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's another big tick right there. So, Mr. Cook getting the four out of four. The vaunted four out of four clean sweep. Well done, sir. That moves you on to 35 points for the season so far. My four selections were the Kansas City Chiefs to beat the New England Patriots. Correct. The Cleveland Browns to beat the Chicago Bears, which at one point looked like it was very much in jeopardy, 
but they did pull it out of the air, pull it out of the bag at the end. And the Cincinnati Bengals to beat the Minnesota Vikings. That was uh, that was another one that looked like it might have been up for debate at one point, but the Bengals did in fact pull it out at the end. Um, the one team that let me down, however, was the um, aforementioned Atlanta Falcons playing the one and thirteen or whatever it was, Carolina Panthers. Yeah, so I only got the three points for the week. That moves me on to 41 points. So Andy is chipping away at that lead. It was eight just a couple of weeks ago. It's now down to six. So it's going in the right direction. Slowly but surely he's getting there. It's time to pull out the uh, the full boat versus Nelpois week, I believe. So uh, that's, that's this week. Just, there we go. So, week 15 picks, done. Week 15 side bet, done. Week 15's stats, coming at you right now. So, uh, stats mistress on the bobby so far. Um, and I, I believe we are on for some uh, from stats, some stats from this year, which is uh, going to be useful. Um, these are the NFL Week 15 stats uh, brought to us by the stats mistress, brought to her by Nate Davis of USA Today. I the way I the way I disseminate is that the is that the correct usage? The stats is basically I look at how many there is, divide it by the number of people, I keep the first lot, and then I send X number of stats to the other people. When it's uh, myself and Paul, it's very simple. I usually give Paul more if there's more, and I just send the bottom half straight through. I don't look at them, I don't do them. I'm very much a off-the-cuff kind of guy. Having sent the stats and lined them all up, made them look pretty, sent them through, and then I went to the top of the stats and went, damn it, I'd really like to have got Paul to read these. Number one, the Buffalo Bills have won three of four since firing offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey. We all like the Bills. And averaging 29.3 points in their stretch following Sunday's 31-10 rollover of the Dallas Cowboys. A beatdown that knocked America's team out of first place in the NFC East. Mmm, delicious. Number two, the Bills remain stuck in ninth place overall in the AFC, a spot to which they ascended Saturday, but their eight and six mark matches the Cincinnati Bengals, Indianapolis Colts and Houston Texans. And those clubs aren't playing the Los Angeles Chargers and New England Patriots the next two weeks. As for the Cowboys, their fourth road loss and third embarrassing one following earlier setbacks at Arizona and San Francisco raises serious questions about their viability as a Super Bowl contender, which, while also damaging quarterback Dak Prescott's MVP credentials. 
such a shame. Number four, the Chargers may be in the market for a new coach, but good news for interim boss, Giff Smith. Nice. Given fellow substitute teachers Antonio Pierce of the Los Angeles, uh, Los Vegas Raiders and Chris Tabor of the Carolina Panthers got wins in week 15. Pierce is obvious very much coming at the Bolts' expense in Thursday's 63-21 assault. Need to phone the police. There's been a murder. Number five. Prior to this weekend, the Minnesota Vikings, 15 points per game, and Denver Broncos, 16 points per game, had the league's stingiest defenses over the previous nine weeks. Then they combined to surrender 69 points in Saturday's crippling losses to their playoff hope. Number six, and over the preceding five weeks, no defence had more airtight than the Patriots. 11 points per game, 247.3 yards allowed. It got torched for 27 points and 326 yards by the Kansas City Chiefs. Supposedly struggling offence. My... Final stat. Number seven. The Green Bay Packers head coach, Matt LeFleur, lost two games in a six-day period, his team falling to the New York Giants and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. With the old NFC Central Battle of the Bays going to the books, it's Tampa that looks like a much more viable playoff outfit than the Pack. The Super Bowl 55 champs suddenly closing in on their third straight division crown. That is it for my stats. Over to you, sir, for more of those juicy stats. Yes, indeed. And, speaking of the Giants, the New Orleans Saints turned the tables on rookie quarterback Tommy DeVito's Italian celebrations in Sunday's 24-6 runaway. League MVP candidate and leading receiver Tyreek Hill of the Miami Dolphins missed his first game of the season with an ankle injury last Sunday. Still, at 1,542 receiving yards, the cheater would have to average nearly 153 yards over the final three weeks to reach his record-breaking 2,000-yard season or to reach his record-breaking 2,000-yard goal for the season, sorry. Hill does have five 150-plus yard efforts in 2023 and another of 146. So it's not out of the realms of possibility that he could still do it, really. Obviously, it'll take a mammoth effort, but if he could do it in 16 games, then it's even more impressive. But we'll see. Um, <clears throat> carrying that on, despite his absence, the Dolphins whitewashed the New York Jets 30-0. Miami running back Raheem Mostert rushed for two touchdowns, meaning he's reached the end zone 20 times this season, a Dolphins single-season record. If Mostert is on your fantasy team, seems likely you're winning your league. The Jets were also eliminated from the playoffs for the 13th consecutive season. 
the NFL's longest active drought continues for another year. See you next year, Aaron Rodgers. <coughs> Keep it on that similar theme. The, the Tennessee Titans are no longer eligible for the postseason either. After Sunday's overtime loss to the C.J. Stroudless Houston Texans. <coughs> Excuse me. Speaking of would-be MVPs, you can't discount San Francisco 49ers running back Christian McCaffrey. Like Mostert, CMC has 20 touchdowns after scoring three against the Arizona Cardinals, an effort that helped the Niners officially lock down the NFC West. And my final stat, and therefore the final stat of the week, Detroit Lions tight end Sam Laporta won't win Offensive Rookie of the Year honours and probably can't hope to finish much better than third behind Stroud and Rams wide receiver Puka Nakua. <laughs> Still, Laporta became the first rookie at his position during the Super Bowl era with at least 700 receiving yards and seven touchdowns after hauling in three scores in Saturday night's win over Denver. Detroit looked pretty good to um, win the NFC North which would be the first time in their history they've uh, won that division. As uh, the last time they won a, a division title, I believe, um, it was when the divisions were still East, West and Central. So there you go. That is your stats. Done and dusted. Tied up. Neat little ball. Put it in the corner. Forget about it for the week. So, week 15 is in the books. Week 16... It's fast approaching, and myself, Mr. Cook, and the guest for this week have provided our Week 16 picks. And our guest picks for this particular week come in the form of the stats mistress herself, Ms. Leanne Davies. So, I will reopen the game log as I kind of balls this up last week. As I said, there was just the one game on the Saturday and it turned out there was quite a lot of games on the Sunday. On the Saturday, sorry. So, I will go through as we speak. And we still have a Thursday night football fixture for the next two weeks. Obviously, week 18, when that rolls around, all the games will be played on Sunday. So, we open the week with... The New Orleans Saints travelling to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. This is the Thursday Night Football. We have a split opinion on this one. Myself and the stats, Mr. Fisigan, for the Rams. Andy fancies the Saints to get the win in this one. So, I've, 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 changed, I've, I've changed the way I'm doing picks this week. Um, ah. I'm trying to I'm trying to close the gap. I'm trying to, I'm trying to lock in a few more of those weekly picks to try and win the season um however apparently to me that means just going going absolutely wild looking at those two teams and going that's the team that's going to win but what if it's not those are the points those are the missing points so i've gone i've gone completely off book just shooting from the hip so that's the Thursday night game. The next game takes place on Saturday at 
9.30pm UK time. So that would be 5.30pm. No, it wouldn't. That is terrible maths. 4.30pm East Coast time. Yes. And it sees the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers playing on a Saturday. Oh, actually, both of these teams playing on a Saturday for the second consecutive week. Um, uh, probably unsurprisingly, we've all taken the Bengals on that one. Um, that would be that would mean that the Steelers have lost a fourth game in a row, and they are at home, and it is a divisional rival. So, whilst we have all taken the Bengals on that one, I wouldn't be surprised if the if the Steelers do pull it out of their ass, and they do still have the fact that. Mike Tomlin's never had a he's never had a single losing season. Still, nope. So eh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, also taking place on the Saturday, technically, obviously over here in the UK, it is one a.m. on the Sunday morning. Uh, but it is technically a Saturday in the states. We have the Buffalo Bills traveling to Los Angeles to take on the LA. Charges. You'll be shocked to hear we've all taken the Bills in that one. Not really fancying the Chargers back up and uh, battered offensive uh, offensive line and all their uh, all their battered players that are uh, who uh, step up to the plate. Um, next up, we move to the Sunday slate of games. And this is back to the usual six pm slot or one uh, one pm slot if you're in the if you're in the states. We have the Colts taking on the Atlanta Falcons. We've all backed the Colts. Uh, next up, we have the Green Bay Packers at the, uh, the Carolina Panthers. Myself and Andy have taken the Packers in that one. Leanne has gone with the Panthers, obviously thinking they're going to ride a crest of a wave after their second win of the season. Next up, we have the Cleveland Browns at the Houston Texans. Myself and Andy have taken the Browns in that one, whereas Leanne has taken the Texans. Home field advantage, obviously, uh, given to the Texans by the stats mistress there. Let's see if it pans out that way. Uh, next up, we have the Washington Commanders at the New York Jets. That is two teams who I believe have already been eliminated from post-season contention. Um, so not an awful lot to play for there. Um, I'm on my own in this one. I've gone with the Jets to get the win. Uh, whereas Andy and Leanne have both taken the Commanders. Uh, the only reason I've taken the Jets is because there's nothing really to play for. So when the pressure's off, you never know. You might see some teams start throwing it about a little bit more than they would, with a little bit, little bit less sort of uh, reckless abandon. Yeah. And, well, more reckless abandon yeah. because there's nothing on the line. So you never know. Might see the Jets sort of cut loose. Maybe start trying out some things for next season. Um, see how they get on. Uh, the next uh, the next game sees the Seattle Seahawks travelling to Tennessee to take on the Titans. Myself and Andy have backed the Seahawks in that one. Stats Mistress has taken the Titans. Who knows? Next up, it is the no, the shift to the nine nine o'clock games. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa. Um, I've gone with the Jags. Whereas Andy and Leanne have taken the books in that one. Um, 
the 9-25 games, two of these, sees the Arizona Cardinals taking on the Chicago Bears. Leander has given the uh, the edge to the Cardinals, whereas me and Andy have gone with the Bears in that one. Um, early contender, I say early contender, it's one of the latest later games, but the Cowboys at the Dolphins. Um, obviously last week we said that game of the week should really be Cow- Cowboys-Bills. Certainly didn't pan out that way when the Cowboys absolutely shat the bed. Um, but you never know. Let's let's hope that the, uh, the the Cowboys can dust themselves off, go a little bit, go go again, have more of a have more of a game of, uh, of it against the Dolphins. Andy and Leanne have said that the Dolphins will win this one probably quite comfortably. I have got I have backed the Cowboys in this one as. There's something about the Dolphins that I, I don't know if it's just when they play against slightly on paper better teams than them they sometimes struggle um, and I would say that I'd just give the edge to the Cowboys over the two teams and I think that might play on the Dolphins' mind. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. So, that's the sort of the regular timings all done. We then have the Sunday night football sees the New England Patriots taking on the Denver Broncos. We've all gone for the Broncos. No great surprise there. We then move to Christmas Day. Christmas Day football. Interesting. Three games. First up, we have the Raiders... At the Kansas City Chiefs. No surprise. We've all taken the Chiefs. The New York Giants at the Philadelphia Eagles. We've we've all taken the Eagles. And late on Christmas Day. Slash early on Boxing Day. If you want to class it that way. What is realistically Game of the Week? Sees the number one seed AFC. Baltimore Ravens taking on the number one seed NFC San Francisco 49ers some people will say this is just an early prelude to what the Super Bowl might end up being at the end of January slash early February Andy and Leanne have both gone with the San Francisco 49ers I've got a little bit left field here, and I'm going with the Ravens on that one. I think the Ravens have proven that they can get it done when they when they're sort of up against it. And Absolutely, they, you know, they've they've been behind in games. They've needed to have late drives to win games, and they've always managed to pull something out. I reckon they can get the job done here against the 49ers, personally. Um, so there you have it. That is the uh, that is the 16 game slate done in full for myself, Mr. Cook, and the guest this week. All that's left is for myself and Mr. Cook to make our four selections apiece for the side bet. So, we're going to take ourselves off, have a little dust down, maybe compose ourselves, and we're going to pick out four of the juiciest games from our perspective that tickle our fancy. We're actually going to take a, a short break. You don't have to do anything. It'll pop straight back up in your feed. We'll be back in two minutes. 
Recording in progress. You see, like we said, seamless. You didn't have to go anywhere. So, just the side bet left to do for myself and Mr. Cook for week 16. So, going into week 16, Andy's on 35 points, I'm on 41. Technically, Andy won the week, but because he's still behind in the standings, I will offer up the same as we have done in the previous week. I'll offer him the chance to go first or put me in first. Which would you prefer to do, Mr. Cook? Um, I'll take I'll take the uh, I'll take the honours um, and uh, d the absolute game to go with uh, making a selection is that last game. It's the the, the Ravens forty nine. <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely, I ain't touching that with a ten foot pole. Can you can you imagine if if it was a case of there was oh. only one game like you you only got to pick one game, but it was worth like eight points. And the absolute set of stones on this guy, if he just waded straight in with the... I'll take that again. That's the one for me. No biggie. Um, no, it is, uh, it is not the game I will be picking. Um, feel free to, to pick it up. I would like to take, as my first selection, the Buffalo Bills to beat the Los Angeles Chargers. Yep, it was the game that stood out like a sore thumb to me uh, and absolutely was going to be where I was going had you not snaffled it up. Mm. Uh, excellent, excellent sledding, my friend. Um, in that case, I will go with the Denver Broncos. To beat the New England Patriots, mm, I thought that I thought I could slide that one from out from under you, but apparently not. I'm not going to lie; not a massive fan that I've picked it. But Patriots out of contention for the postseason, not really much to play for. Be surprised if uh, if they get the win. I will also take the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm beat the New York Giants and uh, Darn arrest what's arrest what's becoming a, a pretty alarming slide. Yeah, like like I said earlier, we we may have to look at addressing <coughs> the, the elephant in the room that is uh, what the hell is happening with the ten and four Eagles where they just all of a sudden now then I think if you jump back to the episode we did with JFG, this was mentioned. What was mentioned at that point in time is the Eagles look amazing. They look worldy. They look world beaters. On paper, on the field, week in, week out. The Eagles are a team that can so easily flip its, its breakneck. And apparently, we were a couple of weeks out on that one. Um, it is absolutely a game I would have been all over if, like before, you, uh, you hadn't snaffled that one away. So, now we get into the... It might be seen as a... As a bit of a... I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs to beat the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, yeah. I, I, know, I know the Raiders had an absolute banger of a game, but... It's for Chiefs. I know the Chiefs have been a little off form recently, but 
Um, and the other pick I'm going to take here is the Green Bay Packers to beat the 2-12 Carolina Panthers. All I'll say there is uh, I was burnt by that one last week. Just saying. Yeah. Um, This is tougher than I thought it was going to be, actually. I'll go for the Lions. Ah, oh, you the And my last one, oof, I don't, I don't really like it, but I'll go with the Colts to beat the Falcons. Hmm. Which leaves you with the uh, the final selection, sir. And and look at my my options. They are I don't know if I can I don't know if I can say that one. Uh, I mean what's left by the numbers might be the safer pick, but then That one's speaking to me a little bit more. Podcast gold, as as obvious, uh, obvious. But um, I don't know if they can get it done. The Chicago Bears to beat the Arizona Cardinals is the choice I have taken over in case you were wondering the Seattle Seahawks to beat the Tennessee Titans um, I really wanted to go with the Seahawks to do that my issue is though those, those, those sneaky Titans are a bit of an enigma at times so I just I, I had to go with the and I hate I hate that I'm going to say the what might be safer pick, um, but yes, that is uh, that is that that's that. And then we can all come back next week. Not technically next week. We can all come back next time and laugh at me heartily for making <laughs> silly silly selections. So, to clarify, Andy's four teams has he had taken the Bills to beat. The Chargers in Los Angeles. The Chiefs to beat the Raiders in Kansas City. The Packers to beat the Panthers in Carolina. And the Bears to beat the Cardinals in Chicago. I have gone for the Broncos to beat the Patriots in Denver. The Eagles to beat the Giants in Philadelphia. The Lions to beat the Vikings in Minnesota. And the Colts to beat the Falcons in Atlanta. That brings to an end your week 15 roundup, week 16 predictions, and brings to an end this week's podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much, as always, for joining myself and Mr. Cook, and by proxy, the Stats Mistress, to take you through. The, uh, the wonderful ins and outs 
ups and downs, tributes and turmoil that is the National Football League. Um, join us again next week where it will have a slightly different flavour to it, which I will get into at the start of the recording. Um, it'll, it'll be a little bit different. You might be able to work out why, just based on the timings. But again, I will explain at the start of the next podcast what the crack is and whatnot. So, as always, thank you for joining us. Tune in again next week where we'll, uh, we'll do it all over again for you. But until then, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and it's tatty bye for now. There we go, what do you think to that? Another one done, another one gone. Um, heading towards the end of the year, heading into the playoffs, heading towards the Super Bowl, Christmas. It's all it's all happening in the uh, in the NFL world. Thank you for watching, thank you for listening, thank you for being here. Before you go, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment, leave a review where you can leave a review. And check out the website, thecookiecast.com. There we've got social media links and an email button and that way you can get in touch with us. That is it for this one. Until next time I'm going to say bye and I will see you then. This has been another episode of CookieCast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share and subscribe.